Welcome back, everyone. We're so excited that you're back with us again. I'm Aretha Adams, the city manager, and I'm here with Suzanne Brooke, our communications director. Hi, Suzanne. Hi there. Happy to be here. Happy summer, everybody. Yes, happy summer. The kids are out. I hope everyone's vacation plans are all finalized and the parents aren't going too crazy right now. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. We'll check back in July to see how you guys are doing. (laughs) So we have a lot to talk about today, Suzanne. We're going to do our hot topics in hometown Heath, and we'll be talking about some various things there. And then, of course, we love to always shout out the businesses and give an update on what's going on with our businesses around town. We'll get into our favorite segment, Just for Fun, and what's coming up. And then we'll talk about hearing from you guys. And we actually got a question this week, so we're going to be sharing that with you. Looking forward to it. So let's jump into hot topics in hometown Heath. Whew, construction won't stop. I think we've all seen it around town, especially now that everybody's out of school. They're around town a little bit more. So we wanted to give you a little bit of an update on that. Hubbard Drive and Rabbit Ridge are near completion. Those are our two biggest street projects that are going on right now. They are nearing completion, so hang in there with us. They will be finished by the end of summer. That's going to be exciting. When the Hubbard Bridge opens, I feel like we need to have a party on the bridge. Oh, we really? That's a great idea. Ooh. We need to workshop that. <laughs> but some cool things have been happening under your purview, too. Tell us a little bit about uh, what's been going on with you. Right, right. We're excited about some completed projects under the PATH program, which to spell it out, even though it's an awesome acronym that um, one of our own council members came up with, Jim Chester. Chester, It's the Parks and Trails of Heath fundraising program. And this is where citizens have the opportunity to get on board with helping expand our parks and trails system. So we just completed a project at Terry Park that we've kind of nicknamed Sunset Swings. The equipment that was there was wonderful for many years, but it was a little long in the tooth. So this project came in and we replaced it with swings for all ages, plus swinging benches that overlook the water. We love it. I love it. And when you say all ages, she means all ages. The pictures that you posted to our social media accounts with the teenagers mm-hmm. and the adults and the kids, it's so cool. It's multi-generational. It's super fun for the whole family. Right. And there's two swings for all the abilities as well. But one of my favorite moments, we went down there one evening and like Aretha said, it's for all ages. And you know, the hardest group and most underserved group in any community is often your teenagers and your teens. Whatever. And these two lovely teenage girls were sitting on one of the swings and they just, they said, we're obsessed with these swings. And that just (laughs) gave me chills because it's what the park board was looking for. Um, And also under the PATH program, the entry feature into Heath was renovated and restored and it's looking really good. It's right at FM 740 and White Road. And so that was made possible with the PATH funds that bought the materials. And then our local resident and amazing community servant, Donnie Watts of D&D Commercial Landscape Management, restored the stone wall, cleaned the wall, repainted the sign and replanted everything. And under the Adopt-A-Trail program, he's adopted it and going to take care of it. Yeah, the shrubbery looks beautiful around it. You can actually see every word now. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So we're excited about that. And that's just a good reason to plug PATH again and also shopping local because your sales tax dollars, the Economic Development Corporation gets a percentage of that every year. 
and they turn around and dedicate 25% of their annual revenue back into the community through quality of life and community beautification projects. Yes, it's a great program. And they made a commitment to do that. What was that two years ago where they dedicated that 25% and it's been a tremendous help to our community and our quality of life here ever since. So a lot of projects. Thank you, EDC. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we've made it to our Meet the Team segment. So I love to do this every podcast. We get to bring you a new team member and introduce you to the community. And so today I have a very special guest. We're going to be talking about things that I think you're going to be very excited to hear about. So I'm going to turn it over. Why don't you introduce yourself? What's your name? What you do for the city and how long you've been with us? My name is Jay Ayers. I'm the Chief Financial Officer uh, for the City of Heath. I've been working in municipal government for over 18 years now. Started here on March 1st, so I'm very new, but definitely have gotten acclimated relatively quick. And this, He's being modest. Yeah. <laughs> so he's been here since March, but he has had to hit the ground running because we've hit a very exciting part (laughs) of the year, which is all about budget. Yeah. And so why don't you tell us a little, I mean, that plays a significant role in your position. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about the budget that makes up the city of Heath. Yeah, the budget, it helps guide us where we can put money as far as public safety, streets, this administration, and just helping the overall operations of the city, just being public servants and doing what we can to improve the quality of life here at the city of Heath. So what are the biggest revenue contributors to our budget here in Heath? The biggest revenue contributor here is property taxes. That's a huge component. I think it's roughly 78% of budgeted revenue for the city of Heath. There's a huge dependency there. That's significant. And I do know property taxes are always on the top of everybody's mind, or maybe that's just mine because that bill comes, you know, every year. And so can you talk a little bit about the property property tax appraisal trend that we've seen over the last few years? Uh, we've we've seen a significant increase in appraisal values. I'm pretty sure all the residents and citizens can attest to that. Really and truly, I think with those appraisal values, we, we really have to kind of monitor in, in tandem with the city council's philosophy and trying to manage a, a stable tax rate that, that is not overbearing or it's a huge burden on residents. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the great things yeah. that this council has done. They've really made a commitment to stabilizing the tax rate. So just for everyone out there listening, just because you continue to see those appraisals go up and up and up, as far as your city tax is concerned, this council is committed to stabilizing that. And so your city tax bill is relatively flat year over year, at least for the last five to six years, it's been that case. So that's something that when we start putting the budget together, Jay and I, we manage around that philosophy to make sure that we're still delivering the same top-notch service, the same level of quality of life, but still making sure that you're paying a cost for that that is flat and predictable. Okay, so Jay, speaking of the property tax for the city, Mm -hmm. can you kind of break down that property tax bill and Mm -hmm. what the city charges versus the other entities that folks are being taxed on when it comes to their property? Roughly, when you get your tax bill, you'll see a breakdown from the taxing jurisdictions of Rockwall ISD, Rockwall County, and the city of Heath. City of Heath, we're roughly 10 to 12% of the total tax bill that you'll pay for property 
property taxes. And Rockwall County is roughly the same. And then your largest portion will be the school district. So yeah, I just want to reiterate that for everyone who's listening, that the portion of your tax bill that you're paying to the city of Heath, it's a small portion of the overall tax bill. And we're not saying that to minimize what the tax bill is, because we know that could be a significant cost to some folks. But in relation to the entire tax bill, it is a smaller portion comparatively. All right. So Jay, we've talked about property tax, which is Mm -hmm. our biggest revenue generator. Let's talk a little bit about that second largest one, sales tax. So whenever someone goes out and purchase something within a taxing jurisdiction, all the sales tax revenue that's collected, that 8.25% they charge on everything you purchase, it goes to the state. When they collect it, 6.25% goes to the state. And then the 2%, which is the maximum amount that a local jurisdiction can tax, it goes to the city. And that's the piece that we get. And so what we've seen is with inflation is an exponential increase in sales tax revenue. A lot of cities experience, especially when COVID hit anywhere from 15 to 20 percent increases in sales tax revenue. So it's a huge part of, you know, just getting you through the year. Yeah, no, absolutely, Jay. And I think, too, it's important to note that in addition to the inflation, Mm -hmm. we've brought quite a few businesses online in the last year, two, three. Just right before COVID, we had several businesses has come online. And then since that time, it has helped us significantly to have those businesses in our community. And they've just been a great contributor, a great community partner. So I just wanted to make sure that we were shouting out the businesses as well for their contributions to sales tax. And before we get off that, I also want to point out that we are what you would call a 4A, 4B city. So we give 50 cents of that dollar and 50 to go to the beautification of our community through part parks and trails and all of those things and to economic development. And that is to bring in more sales tax dollars Mm -hmm. um, because the more economic development we have, the stronger and more wide our sales tax base will grow. So just want to point that out. The city takes in about a dollar and 50 cents of the sales tax. And then we give that other 50 to our NBC and our EDC. Oh, you know what, Jay? I think we kind of, we got ahead of ourselves a little bit. We didn't tell the folks about our budget calendar, our fiscal year. You know, a lot of people work on a regular calendar from January to December. When does our fiscal year actually start and end? Yes, our fiscal year starts October 1st and it ends September 30. All right. So, yeah, we really are in the thick of it because we have to get that budget to council to pass by September. And can you tell us a little bit about the process and when the community can get involved in the budget process? First, a huge part of the budget is getting information from all your departments, any increases that they foresee that they might need. And then we actually start dissecting the budget to kind of see where we need to make cuts to have what you would call balanced budget where your revenues and expenditures match. A lot of information as far as capital projects, huge projects, the Rabbit Ridge projects, Hubbard Drive. And I know we have a lot of future projects and it's going to be happening. Definitely have to take that into account in the budget preparation process. After we dissected the budget we present that to council and get feedback from the council on what they feel should be addressed in that fiscal year the citizens actually have an opportunity to talk on the budget in our public hearings and they can come forward and speak to the city council on their thoughts that information is taken in and if there's any changes that we can make with the time that we have available we'll make those changes this year it should be around september 12th if i'm not mistaken i think you are right yeah. on track yeah, yeah. in my career how i've mm-hmm. kind of 
talked about it, as I've said, it starts out as the department's budget, mm -hmm. then it becomes the city manager's budget, then it becomes the community and council's budget. Mm -hmm. And in that, we are making sure that we're taking into account what the community actually wants to see. Exactly. Um, because they're the ones living here and mm -hmm. benefiting from the money that they pay us through their taxes and their sales tax and their yeah. property tax. The budget is such an important document because it aligns with council's vision. It's yeah. the tool that helps us execute, right? Exactly. And gives the community and the council exactly what they want to see. To me, it's always fun to align a vision with the dollars and yeah. get it done. So. Yeah. The budget for me, I mean, it really provides direction for the staff and keeps you fiscally responsible. Absolutely. It keeps you from overspending. That's Definitely right. have to have a budget. So, And I just got to say, year over year, for at least the past five budget cycles that I've been here, we are always under, under budget. Exactly. And that's that's huge. Okay, so for everyone listening, just to let you know how you can monitor our budget season progress. So we will be having a budget workshop with the council in June. We don't have the dates yet, but stay tuned. Look at our website and we will be pushing out notifications for it as well. But we always have a workshop in June, one in July and one in August. And then the council votes in September. So if you want to be involved, if you want to hear about what's going on, please look out for those dates and attend. So you can hear and listen to how your council and the city staff deliberate on what some of the budget priorities are. All right. So, Jay, before I let you go, I have to know. Okay. You've only been here, what, two, three months? Yes. What's your favorite part about working for the city of Heath so far? I think it's just the people. I love that family environment. And Are you saying um, you have the best boss? No, I'm just kidding. You know what? You are the best boss I've had. So. I'm kidding. I'll pay you those $20 later. <laughs> I'm definitely appreciative of the staff that I have, the people that I work with. They've been a huge help to me with everything that we have to do as far as the audit and the budget running together. I mean, that was that was pretty intense for me because that's, I think that's like the first time I've ever experienced anything like that. Mm -hmm. My staff, specifically Tara, I have to give her a huge shout out. Because, that's Tara Plexico, our yes, senior accountant. She, she's amazing. Yes, yeah, she's amazing. And she's, she's really helped pull me through this kind of tough period. I really appreciate her for the help that she's provided me. Well, I won't let you sell yourself short either. Okay. You've been doing a great job. So oh, thank, thank you. We're yeah. happy to have you here. And thank yeah. you for joining me on the podcast. All right. No problem. All right, Suzanne. So let's hop into our business update. Tom Thumb has been hopping. That whole development has been very busy lately. Very. So a couple of podcasts ago, we talked about Blue Koi Bistro coming online. We talked about the Anchor Seafood location. Well, stay tuned because two new businesses are opening over there. Heath Boba and Dessert and Supreme Donuts. So stay on the lookout for those. But also don't forget one of our very favorite donut places, which is Hawk Donuts on Hubbard Drive. Our city is really booming with business right now. So there's so many options for everyone, plenty of businesses for everybody to enjoy. So absolutely keep patronizing. And like Suzanne said earlier, keep those sales tax dollars in Heath. They go to good use. Amen. All right, we've gotten to our favorite segment, Just for Fun and Upcoming Events. The big thing that's on the horizon is our 4th of July parade. Yes, we are on the countdown for the July 4th festivities. If people recall, the past two years, we have not been exactly on July 4th. First, it fell on a Sunday, and then a Monday. Monday seemed lame. 
But we really are excited about returning to the traditional day of July 4th for the parade, and it will be followed by a patriotic celebration in the park with a barbershop quartet. We honor our veterans. We have free mini pies baked by Eddie Dean's, popsicles, water, and Emma Aid. She's a young entrepreneur in Rockwell County, and she's going to be there selling her artesian lemonades. Oh, well, that sounds delicious. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to try it. But what you want to do if you're going to be in the parade, we always welcome all our residents to participate, whether you come view or you enter. But please go online to register starting now through June 28th. And that will ensure that we know you're coming and your entry can be in the parade announcer's script. Awesome. So this event is very close to all of our hearts, the special events board, who we always give shout outs to, Jenny Knox, Stacey McGill, Amanda Rosander, Tammy Hogan. We love our patriotic celebration, especially for those of you who are new to town. I just want to quickly recap some of the things that keep it near and dear to our heart. We have a long-standing tradition of honoring our veterans and active military with a special float that residents John Holmesley and Bob Quinlan bring every year. Put together. It's huge. It's covered so the veterans are comfortable. They ride in style and then they come back into the fire bay where they get to watch the rest of the parade. And what we really urge everyone to do when this goes by, please stand and honor them. If you're from the military, give them a salute. If you're not, just stand and cheer because these are the men and women who have fought and sacrificed as well as their families for our freedom so that we can enjoy days like July 4th. So well said. Also, one of the the most beautiful sights in our parade is the Rockwell Sheriff's Posse leading us off with that waving American flag and Texas flag. And just a uh, learning lesson for all of us, that's a good opportunity to stand and honor your country and state and these men and women who are also volunteers, they and their beautiful horses. A couple other cool things about our parade. We have awards. They're beautiful patriotic trophies that we give away during the patriotic program. You can go online when you register you'll see the award categories but we have kitty cars bicycles golf carts floats we love the floats horses patriotic pets costumes get decked out and come out and participate and come and meet your cool council too they'll be in the parade as well exactly what we love is mayor elam when he came on board he wanted to eschew the tradition of the mayor is the grand marshal he wanted the whole council with him walking and so they walk the route and they pass out heath candy bars and other kinds of candy. So you'll want to watch for them and say hi as well. Absolutely. They love meeting everyone in the community. All right. So we also have some other stuff coming up. Not as exciting as the 4th of July parade, but still just as important. A good service. (laughs) Absolutely. So on June 17th, we will have our annual community shredding event. This takes place at Town Center Park. So any confidential documents that you have, or if you've just let a bunch of paper pile up at your house that you need to get rid of and you want to make sure that it's shredded. So bring it over June 17th, 8 a.m. to noon and get it shredded for free. This service is provided to you as a Heath Utility residential customer. Mm -hmm. It's open just to Heath Utility residential customers. So bring a copy of your water bill with you for that proof or your driver's license. Okay. And then lastly, I just wanted to mention June 13th is our next council meeting. Council holds 
a regular meeting every second and fourth Tuesday of the month, not the first, third, or fifth, just the second and fourth Tuesdays of the month. We start at 6.30 p.m. They are always open to the public. There's a public comment period at the beginning of every meeting. If you, as a citizen, want to come and alert council to something or give kudos to someone about what service is being provided in the community, whatever you want to talk about, this is your opportunity to come to council. Or if you just want to come and be a spectator and hear about the business that's going on in your city, come on out. June 13th is the next one at 6.30 p.m. All right, Suzanne, we got a question this week. We did, and it's no secret to anyone that a lot of people from other parts of the country are discovering Heath. Oh, yes. Well, we are something to be discovered, aren't we? We are. So this week's question is, I recently moved here from California and wondered why there is not beach access for swimming in the lake at Terry Park. Yes, that would be nice. Unfortunately, it's not allowed. Lake Ray Hubbard, that is the lake that you see when you're in Terry Park, is actually owned by the city of Dallas, and that is their water reservoir. That's the water that serves their community. So there's no swimming allowed. However, you can boat from there. We do have a a docking area, so you can unload your boat and go enjoy the lake for a little bit and then come on back and swing on some of our sunset swings. Perfect. So we love when you guys send in questions. So thank you for that question, new resident from California. And if anyone else out there has any questions, comments, anything they want to talk about and, you know, share with us, we will share it on the podcast. So make sure to check out the link below for the email address to send your questions and comments to. Suzanne, this has been a fun and informative episode. We learned about budget and what's coming up. We hit on some of our hot topics, the businesses that are coming to town, and then our super fun 4th of July that's coming as well. This was great. Good day. And don't forget that shredding event. That's right. June 17th, 8 to noon. Thank you, guys. We hope to hear from you soon and see you next time. Enjoy your summer.